you are listening to the Grace and Wrath podcast. This is Mark. Living a truly fulfilling life without Christ is impossible, and choosing to die without Christ is pure insanity. Repentance of sin and belief in the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only way to be saved by God's grace from God's wrath. Welcome back to the Grace and Wrath podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. In this series, we're telling Bible stories in chronological order and adding tips and commentary to help you share the gospel more easily and effectively. Today's story is numbering the people. King David called for Joab and said, go throughout the land and number all the people. He did this to see how big of an army he could build. Joab knew this wasn't God's will for David. He said, don't disobey the Lord. God will give you as many people as you need for any situation. But David insisted. So Joab used his army to go to every part of Israel and count the people. When they were finished, he told David there were over 1,300,000 men who were able to go to war if needed. After David heard this report, he knew the Lord wasn't pleased that he had done this. He prayed, oh God, I've acted foolishly and sinned against you. Forgive my sin. The Lord sent a prophet to give David a message. You are to choose one of three punishments for this sin. A famine that will devastate the land three years. An invading army to whom you'll lose battle after battle for three months. Or an epidemic that will sweep across the land for three days. David said, All three of these terrify me. Still, I choose to suffer under the hand of God, rather than at the hands of men. I know the Lord is merciful. So God sent the angel of the Lord who swept across the land with a severe epidemic. 70,000 men died. The angel then focused on Jerusalem. As death came upon the city, God said, Stop, it's enough. The angel immediately stopped. He was over a threshing floor owned by a Jebusite named Ornan. It was the exact place where Abraham had offered his son to the Lord. David looked up and saw the angel holding a sword stretched out over the city. Ornan also saw the angel, so he ran and hid. David fell down with his face to the ground. O Lord, I'm the one who sinned, not these people. They're like sheep. What have they done? Punish me and my family. The prophet walked up to David with a message from God. Build an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor. David immediately walked toward it. When Ornan saw this, he ran to the king and bowed down. David said, Sell me your threshing floor so I can build an altar to the Lord then he will hold back the plague from the people. I'll pay you full price for it. Ornan said, O king, I'll give it to you. Please take it and build your altar. Use my oxen for the burnt offering and use my wood for the fire. I give it all. I trust the Lord will hear you. David said, No, my friend, I'll buy it all at full price. I won't sacrifice to the Lord using that which costs me nothing. So David bought the threshing floor, the oxen, and the wood. He then built the altar and sacrificed to the Lord. God heard David's prayer and sent fire from heaven and burnt up the offering. He then commanded the angel, put away your sword. With that, the epidemic was over. From that day on, David used that altar whenever he sacrificed to God. He said, this is the house of the Lord. Then he organized people and bought materials that were needed for building the temple. Years later, Solomon built the temple for the Lord at that very place.
2 Samuel chapter 24, verse 10 reads, And David's heart condemned him after he had numbered the people. So David said to the Lord, I have sinned greatly in what I have done, but now I pray, O Lord, take away the iniquity of your servant, for I have done very foolishly. Mr. D. L. Moody is quoted as saying, We won't need anyone to condemn us at the bar of God. It will be our own conscience that will come up as a witness against us. God won't condemn us at, our, at his bar. We shall condemn ourselves. Memory is God's officer. And when he shall touch these secret springs and say, Son, daughter, remember? Then tramp, tramp, tramp will come before us in a long procession all the sins we have ever committed. Now let's read 1 Chronicles chapter 21, verse 1. Now Satan stood up against Israel and moved David to number Israel. The story doesn't mention that Satan was involved in this, so that's why I read that verse. Should we try to number converts as witnesses, as ministers? Well, there's always a temptation to track numbers when it comes to evangelism. It's wise not to do so, though, because only God knows those who are truly repentant. It's amazing how many evangelists and preachers seem to have access to the book of life by citing salvation statistics, but such numbering reveals a lack of understanding of the nature of true and false conversion. Making a, quote, decision, walking an aisle, or raising a hand, do not indicate whether someone truly repents and trusts in the Savior. The fact that we have planted the good seed of the Word of God is evangelistic, quote, success. The rest is up to God. Regarding keeping tabs of Decisions for Christ, Mr. D.L. Moody again stated, Is it well to number converts? David got into trouble by trying to number Israel. It is best to let the Lord keep the record. It makes me creep all over to hear a man tell how many he has converted. Again, Mr. D.L. Moody. This is important. I have been involved in many ministries, and I was a leader of a motorcycle ministry. It's a national ministry. Uh, that they do great things. Unfortunately, though, as many evangelistic enterprises are, they they put a lot of weight on keeping numbers of decisions. And while that is something to it's a it's a it's a data point that is good to have for training purposes, for various purposes, but I don't know if it's the one that should be boasted about and should be tallied publicly. Uh, because as as this commentary states, only God knows the true convert, the true repentant. We share the gospel as often as we can. What we can track and what we should track is how many times we share the complete full gospel, the true gospel, to a listener, a lost person or a seeking person. So we, we can tally that and we should tally that. And that shows how effective we can be because it's the rest, once we share the gospel, it's totally up to the Holy Spirit to convict someone. So just because, again, like the commentary said, just because someone made a decision to walk an aisle in a service or to pray a prayer, you know, a sinner's prayer or something like that, doesn't mean that they are truly converted. Only, only the Holy Spirit, only God knows that. So just be cautious to keep numbers of decisions and it's definitely something not to boast about. It, we are being obedient servants. We are doing God's will. We are sharing the gospel as a good steward of the word should do. 
If you haven't already, I encourage you to heed the Lord's call, turn from your sins, believe the gospel, and receive the gift of salvation that Jesus is offering you right now. If you like what you're hearing, please like and subscribe to the program. And please consider giving us a good review. It really does help. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Grace and Wrath and on the web at graceandwrath.com. Thanks for listening. This is Mark signing off for now. So ride hard, pray often, and talk about Jesus wherever you go.